Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Back to show, Last in a week dominated by Donald Trump and the US comedian and Planet American co-host Chaz Lichardello is here. Yeah. Exactly. Plus comedian and friend of the show Adam Rosenbachs is here. Absolutely. And speaking of sport, last week it was all about... Matilda's mania. Matilda's mania. Matilda's mania. Matilda's mania. The big sports story this week. And finally in sport, South Yarra Netball Club has taken out the Division A3 Grand Final. Yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that that was on the actual news. Yes! <laughs> we didn't stitch that up. <laughs> a six goal victory over traditional rivals East Brighton secured the win despite a thumb injury to star defender Melanie Bracewell. What? news this week, to be honest. We had to make our own. <laughs> to make our news. Well done, you played through a thumb injury. Yes. I mean, it must have been hard carrying the drinks. <laughs> um, well done for playing through the pain. No, in all seriousness, congratulations, Mel. What a moment. Thousands flock to live sites across the country. There's the moment there. A couple of flares as well, by the way. Things got a bit heated. Well done, Mel. It was an amazing win, and the celebrations were low key. Goalkeeper Bracewell, seen here chugging from the trophy, <laughs> was arrested following a boozy altercation with police outside a popular casino. Definitely power age, right? Yeah. Getting those electrolytes. And what's amazing, that was before the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was amazing. I just swapped my Fitbit for an angle monitor, yes. but it was a hard-fought season and the grind never stops. The team is preparing to go back-to-back -back next season despite Bracewell's ongoing visa issues. <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck with those. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look, let's move on now and some breaking news now. A suburban gardener is sharing his family's secret to growing giant fruit. This is a big story. <laughs> Let's see how he grows giant fruit. <laughs> Raffaele Piano's morning routine is a performance and his citrus tree the audience to a serenade. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it works if you sing to it after it's been picked. <laughs> Well, it has been a big week this week. Lots happening. The Gimpy Music Muster. A pineapple eating competition. The annual Redhead Festival. Cairns Festival. And the Salmon Festival with no salmon. Oh, dear. <laughs> but the big event. What a weekend it was in Griffith with the famous Festa della Salsiccia, otherwise known as Festival of the Sausage. Mm -hmm. Festival <laughs> of the Sausage. That sounds like a wonderful festival. I've been there in uni. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> I tried singing to my sausage to help it. It doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Moving on, and it is that magical time of year again. There's only one thing that can bring Captain Hook, a shark, and bananas in pajamas together. Hardest game of kiss, marry, kill in the yeah. world, isn't it? <laughs> One of my acid trips. Yes. Uh, of course, it was Book Week, where kids across the country dress up as their favourite characters. Absolutely. What was this year's theme again? Uh, this week's, uh, this year's theme is uh, 
um, Re regrow inspire. Yes, that's yes. it. That's it. <laughs> Just in time for auto cue week, by the looks of things. It's a lot of fun, but there's an important message behind Book Week. Despite the festivities, the main lesson of Book Week is the importance of literacy. Books are still really important. Absolutely. <laughs> She's hungry for knowledge and four strawberries. Yes. <laughs> Look, it was, you read the book? <laughs> Look, it was bad timing for the Education Minister in Tasmania to visit and inspect some new schools. The Education Minister outspruking the government's brick-and-mortar investment <laughs> in learning during a contemporary classroom project alongside the book fair principal of Burnley's Havenview Primary School. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a kid under the stairs and it was not... Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's been some more kids' news during the week. Parents urged to think twice before reaching for the over-the-counter pain relief to treat fever in children. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Childhood fever's in the news and the message to parents is crystal clear. The advice from experts is to treat those with at-home medication and if those don't work, to seek further medical attention. Of course, they say don't go to the doctor if you... They say don't, don't go to the doctor if you are extremely worried. <laughs> And an apple a day doesn't not Yes, the that's right. That is the advice. Yeah. Uh, it's that time of the show now. Time to reward our... who put everything into delivering quality journalism. Yes, and this week the honour goes to Kiwi reporter Henry McMullen. After the recent wobbles of COVID and the liquidation process, all Mountain lovers are stoked to have things back in balance. <laughs> so close. Congratulations, Henry McMullen. Don't, don't go to the doctor. <laughs> you are out. Moving on, and some other big news this week. India makes history, landing the first spacecraft near the lunar South Pole. Yes. Mm -hmm. India managed to make it to the moon's South Pole and on a budget. The budget for the Chandrayaan-3 mission was around $74 million. That's smaller than the amount spent on the Hollywood films Gravity or Interstellar. <laughs> the Bollywood remake is cheaper, but they actually get to the moon. That's the amazing thing. Sometimes no jokes, just information. <laughs> And that's the promo. <laughs> well done to Wendy, though. It's an incredible achievement and it brought the whole country together. Why don't you Well, speaking of launches... Hard launch, Robert Irwin makes his relationship Instagram official. Yes, we've landed a woman on Robert Irwin, which is a big... Um, <laughs> which is a big milestone. <laughs> no. Congratulations to friend of the show, Robert Irwin. He's, he's gone official with his girlfriend. We actually had Robert on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know if you guys remember, but our very own cultural correspondent, Mel Trasina, developed quite the crush yes. on Robert Irwin. I think she was watching that clip in the green room. I wonder how she's taking the news. Yeah, not well. Not well. I'm sorry, Mel, he's off the market. No, you don't need to do that. So, Mel, you don't need to do that. This is unbelievable. On that note, we've got to take a break. Back with more of the cheap seats right after this. Welcome back to the cheap seats. Welcome to my very good friends on Subway. Subway at. Great to have Subway back on board, and gee, it's been a big week in the world of politics. Bob Catter, bowl for meat! <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, hello! But an 
even bigger week in American politics. The mugshot seen around the world. A presidential mugshot. Mugshot, mugshot. The mugshot, thoughts? Yeah, look, I mean, I would be strong swipe right on that. Not the aim, <laughs> not the point of a mugshot. Look, it's been a massive week to break it all down for us. It's time for our very special guest. Chaz Lichardello. Chaz Lichardello. Oh. I'm still Chaz Lichardello. I've got breaking news! <laughs> Planet America, a friend of the show, Taz Lichardello! Thank you. Love to see you, Taz. And you should know better than to show clips like that, getting me in this mood right now, when you look that fine. Oh, my God! <laughs> we have an intimacy coordinator standing yes. by. <laughs> Just stay one foot long away from me at all times, please, Taz. Love to see you, Taz. Great to have you here. No-one I know knows American politics better than you. You're the perfect man to break it all down for us. Let's go back earlier in the week. Georgia, yep. Donald Trump, he handed himself in at the Fulton County Jail for indictment number four. Four, four, four. I believe, yeah. They took down his details at the prison. Listed as six foot three, weighing 97 kilograms, with strawberry or blonde hair. <laughs> OK, OK, we've got to break this down. Like, like, first of all, if you happen to have strawberries that are the same colour as Donald Trump's hair, <laughs> do not eat them. That's the first thing. Second thing, there's, there's imperial measurements there which are confusing yes. for Australians. So let me explain. Please. Six foot three, what does that mean? Well, let me tell you what that means. That means an inch taller than six foot two, which is what Donald Trump's driver's licence said when he was 65 years oh, yeah. old. So he has grown an inch in his old age. That was amazing. Incredible. Then there's the weight. Yeah. Now, we said... 215 pounds? 215 pounds is what he wrote down. Yeah. And it should say that, of course, he supplied his own stats here, yeah. right? Yes. And he wrote down 215 pounds. Now, what does that mean to Australians? Yeah. Well, let me put it in context. Muhammad Ali, who was six foot three, at the height of his powers when he fought Joe Frazier when he was yeah. 29 years old, weighed... 214 pounds. Oh, my God. OK, and but we're not... He looks exactly like Trump. Yeah. Well, oh, well, well, see, I can tell you're being sarcastic. I can tell. So, <laughs> so I, I think you're being this unfair. This the ABC. We don't need fact-checking. Right? No, no, no. I'm bringing the ABC right here. I've got some facts for you. Uh, we've got to be fair. We've got to be fair. Muhammad Ali there, he was in boxing gear, wasn't he? True. Trump's in a suit and tie. Mm. We need to compare like with like. So totally. let's see Trump in athletic gear to compare to Muhammad <laughs> Ali. Very, very close. <laughs> very close. But even then, even then, that's unfair as well. Yes. Because Muhammad Ali, he's from a different ethnic group, he's a different build. Different time. Different time, exactly. Let's compare Donald Trump to someone who is from his ethnic background, mm -hmm. who is from this time, mm -hmm. who is you know, compar comparable to him in every single way, who weighed 215 pounds and was six foot three. That was Thor when Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, they are identical. So take that back. Now. And just oh for the gosh. viewers, that's that's Thor on the right. The latest Avengers is not quite. Yeah. <laughs> So Trump was in Georgia, yes. thousands of supporters and protesters, they flocked to Georgia. We saw several demonstrators dressed in costumes. Why was it so important for you to come out here? <laughs> I think he was, he was there for book week. Was he the big bad wolf? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you the funny thing about that. Yeah. That wolf there had the second fakest hair in the vicinity. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> When Trump was around. It's the first wolf <laughs> with a comb over for <laughs> But they were all waiting around in Georgia for that one magic shot. We are expecting a mugshot in the next half an hour to an hour. 
plus an annual weigh-in from tarantulas to tigers. Wow. And that tiger weighs in at 215 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact looking same. good. Looking, looking good. good. Breaking news though, actually. Oh, apparently the tiger weighs more than the tarantula. Really? Who would have thought? Wow. <laughs> Again, no fact-checking on this show, Chase. <laughs> but I mean, today, extra, they did manage to get the shot. Okay, oh, stand by, everybody. We do have a mug shot. It is coming in. There it is, <laughs> the mug shot. Sorry to interrupt your brownie. <laughs> <laughs> look, everyone was covering the mugshot. Very serious look on his face. Yeah. And in an unrelated segment, we're about to make a zesty orange cake. <laughs> a little bit different. That's why he's the king. He's the pro He's the king. Look, he, it wasn't just Channel 9, believe it or not. Also, Americans covered it. Yeah. Uh, Fox News in particular covered it. And Jesse Waters, Fox News host, seemed to be a little too into the mugshot, if you ask me. And I say this with a... Unblemished record of heterosexuality. He looks good. And, and he looks hard. I think Jesse looks a bit hard, if yeah. you ask me. We're close to a sausage festival there. <laughs> this is now, it's now the world's most famous mugshot, yeah. and it's now on a ton of official merchandise. They're selling T-shirts, they're selling beer coolers, uh, they're even selling what's called the Never Surrender Ceramic Mug, Mike. It is not machine washable. Not the point. <laughs> This mugshot is everywhere, isn't it? It really is. They sold $7 million wow. worth of merchandise in That's a weekend, amazing. which is amazing. What's the Cheap Seats merch number at, we reckon? <laughs> all right. <laughs> just go go to jail, guys. It's all about the mugshot. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, people just really like buying mugshots on T-shirts. Yeah, right. Who knew? Well, of course, the other big news, aside from the mugshot, was this. Welcome to the first debate of the 2024 presidential campaign. The first Republican campaign debate. It was a big a big deal on Fox. You watched it. What were your main takeaways? Uh, I was really glad these people are all off the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great news, great news. Now, look, look, DeSantis, I thought, did well. Ramaswamy did well. They can comfort themselves with that knowledge when they watch Trump win the nomination. Trump wasn't there. He yeah. instead, he did, he did yeah. sit down with Tucker Carson yeah. on, on Twitter and X. Yeah. And it was talk that lots of people were watching that? Well, talk from Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trump put out a truth uh, where he said that 231 million people watched it, their views, and they're still counting. Uh, the biggest video on social media ever, more than double the Super Bowl. <laughs> I should warn you, I, I think, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, and I am not supposed to fact check, but those numbers may not be accurate. What? I know, I know, I know, I know. Because there Stop were... the count! <laughs> Fake news. Uh, now, the, the Washington Post did a poll of Republican primary voters at the same time as the, both these events were on. They asked them, did you watch the debate? Did you watch the interview? And the results were that 32% of Republican primary voters watched either part or all of the debate yeah, and 5% right. watched Trump's interview. Yeah, OK, interesting. But the interesting thing about this is they also asked all the people who didn't watch the debate, that's 67%, what they did instead. And this oh. is it. This is it. Right, now, 7%, as you can see, watched Tucker Carlson's interview with Donald Trump. 6% oh. read a book. Yes. <laughs> read a book. With an, an 8%, 8 uh, My favourite one there is... 11% cleaned or did other housework. <laughs> which makes me think that Trump's slogan in 2024 is obvious, which is almost as popular as cleaning or doing other housework. That is a great And look, to avoid any discussions about bias, we should probably talk about Joe Biden's highlights. He's had a wonderful week doing some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, here they are. No, sorry, no clue. Oh, we don't have that. <laughs>
You can catch Chaz on Planet America Fridays at 8pm and the new series What the FAQ premieres Wednesday at 9pm. Both shows are on the ABC and available on iView. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Chaz Legendello! <laughs> Entertainment to take us through it. Would you please welcome our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM? It's Mal Tresina. Lovely to see you, Mel. Lovely to see you. Nice that you've cooled down. <laughs> yes, tranquilised more like it, but yes. <laughs> Great to see you. You've had a big week. What have you been up to? I have. I've got my Fire Festival 2 tickets. Woo! <laughs> no trouble there. <laughs> Um, but you have been in front of the box all week. What have you yes. been watching? Uh, the blind auditions have now finished on The Voice and they must have spent so much getting Jason Derulo that the judges had to do their own pyrotechnics. Team Jess is officially full, which means the blind season 12 2023 is over! Yeah! to do that, but if I go to the auditions and I let off some flares, oh, I'm kicked <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's called the blind auditions, not blind everyone auditions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for Rita, it seems she's forgotten her one job is to not offend the contestants. For my job, I'm a professional clown. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Exactly. Wait, what? Exactly. A clown. You know, yeah. I have a huge like, phobia what? of clowns. Really? I'm scared of them. They're so weird. <laughs> yeah. Rita should go on The Masked Singer. I reckon she'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> that singer there, she's got big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> Still the performances... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Still the performances on The Voice this season have been breathtaking. And he plays a musical instrument. He uses an 11 cello. <laughs> uh, once again, Channel 9's The Block is proving why it's one of the most exciting shows on television. House 5 are also painting. Midnight, vibe check. I'm actually going all right. You're in the pits of hell. Yeah, I <laughs> We are literally watching paint dry, aren't we? We are, we are. And it seems the show is so popular, contestants aren't even bothering to speak properly. My week summed up. <laughs> Mine's okay. Kids, that's why we don't sniff paint. <laughs> but sometimes I'm wondering if this is even a renovation show. The five grand we really needed. Yeah. Um, but that gnome, that's just a game changer. <laughs> Again, the effects of chroming. Yeah. What was the sandcastle known for? <laughs> probably one of their master bedroom reveals. I don't know. I Do love you... the phrase probably, given you, you watched all of the block this week. When the gnome came on, I was out. You were out. Yeah, yeah. I was out. Uh, to the traders, a show trying so hard to be dramatic, the contestants are even adding in their own sound effects. Because I am a faithful. Boom. 
It's the suspense. It gets me every time. But the show has done well to hook a younger audience with host Roger Corso proving he's down with the kids. As the kids would say, it's time to get lit. <laughs> and as the boomers would say, not in my rental. Yes. <laughs> Gogglebox Australia has returned for another season and it's great to see our favourite happy, loving families return to our screens. So you can see that these will just pull out. Yeah. Oh, What's he doing? I don't know if I need to see it being... Don't be a pussy. <laughs> What were they watching? I hope it wasn't the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> Unsettling. Now, I'm late to the party, but I just begun the latest season of Below Deck Down Under, which follows crew members on a super yacht during charter season. And if you've never watched the show before and you're worried that it's just a bunch of yacht chat that us land folk don't understand, then <laughs> fear no more. Given the boat, the age and single screws, it's actually quite difficult to drive. Yeah. Is this something new for you? Well, a single screw, variable pitch, 1977. You don't get many of them. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> Chief stewardess Aisha saw the crew's sleeping quarters and I'm, I'm worried that her sense of space might be a little off. Oh, Jesus, these are huge. <laughs> Those beds are also for single screw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. You started this with, I'm a bit late to the party, but Below Deck's a big show. Yeah. We had Aisha on about two months I ago. I know, I know. We could have spoken about so much, but anyway. <laughs> How late to the party can you be? <laughs> now, Zafrina landed the job of yacht chef, though I'm a little unsure that she's right for the role. You've got yourself a nice little CV. You think? Yeah, you've done some stuff here. You're pretty diverse. Uh, let's see. Maybe call her references. <laughs> so Jason and Zafrina, um, Zafrina was a chef, she was talking to the captain. I'm getting the vibe that she uh, might be interested in him. You meet Captain, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus, so we climbed that like a tree. Oh, Jason gave me something shiny, I like it. If we could get that on a ring, that, that would be great. <laughs> just trying to help. Thank you. Oh my God, he's so hot. Oh. For some reason, I'm just not handling this galley. Handling me, which Captain Jason was, but. <laughs> yeah, it was all fun and games until the captain saw that he was on the menu. So. Oh, yes. I mean, what happened next can only be described as. Festival of the Sausage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a beautiful moment. Now, it's been a huge week for music. The weekend has announced the tour down under. Ed Sheeran has told us he's got a new album coming mm. out. Yes, you're in an Amy Shark lookalike competition. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big week. I've been waiting it? for it. It's yes. a big week. Also had a second baby. Yes. There's no photos and there's no name as yet. Yes. Her first son was called Rizza after the Wu Tan Clan rapper. So yeah. I'm excited for photos of baby Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Yes. Now, now, a bit late to the party. Mozart's got a new track as well. <laughs> um, he's dropped a new single. Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez dropped new music on Friday. And meanwhile, Dua Lipa ate some food. She haven't had pigeon before. I'm ready to try anything, so I was I was excited about it. I was like, all right, let's see what what pigeons got to give. Giving bird flu. <laughs> that was that was actually pigeon Wellington. So I reckon somebody should check oh, in wow. on Dua in the next few days. She needed leaper to leaper resuscitation. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it. No, it doesn't work, but it does work. Because it's mouth to mouth, not lip to lip, but I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm actually just, I'm surprised you even know who Dua Lipa is. Let's I'm surprised you're not mouth to mouth. <laughs> That's the end of my segment. Cue the fireworks. Boom. Exactly. Would you please thank Mel Jacinto?
into the sporting arena. Would you please welcome to the desk comedian, writer, friend of the show, Adam Rosenberg. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good to see you, Rosie, as per. Thank you. And uh, can I just say, it's time to get lit. Do you actually know what that means? Uh, it's time to get literal. Sort of. So, okay. Well, it's time to get into the world of sport. It is. And the Aussies have just wrapped up a successful World Athletic Championships in Budapest, claiming a record-breaking medal haul. And congratulations to our pole vaulter Nina Kennedy, who won gold at the World Athletic Championships. She actually shared the gold with her US opponent. I thought I'd won. I didn't think she was going to clear it. Next minute, she did, and I could just feel the dread. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm going to have to keep jumping." So. Uh, we both missed at 95. We came to each other and I kind of said, you know, girl, like, maybe do you want to share this? <laughs> wow. I, I'm just not into that. You yeah. can't share. Okay. It's a gold medal, not tappers. <laughs> that is a great point. Why do they all just go at the start of the competition, hey, everybody, let's not compete, let's just share the well, gold? No. I agree. I love that her attitude to it was just like when you meet a girl in the bathroom at the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl, do you want to share? Yeah. <laughs> Would you share your netball win with... Um... Just me! <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, uh, Hamish at the Logies came up to us and said, guys, do you want to share the silver Logie? Oh, yeah. Oh. We said, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't say that. We said... <laughs> But congratulations, Nina. Yeah, well done. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> but to my highlights of the event, firstly, this effort in the long jump. His teammate, Carrie McLeod, then. 7.90 in the first round. This is second round. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. That is a slip on the board. Wow. You see, he went flying through the air there. He tripped on a sandcastle gnome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually introducing that event at the Unco Games next oh, really? year. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's okay though. <laughs> Does that count? Like, is it where his? I don't know. I think that's the long tuck and roll. That would be okay, <laughs> but what he did. Yeah. And 200 metre sprinter Antonique Strawn from the Bahamas showed us her pace off the track as well. Have a look at her sitting on the couch on the right. White of Jamaica and Gia of the Netherlands. <laughs> <are out. laughs> Cheeky. Is that the mascot? Yeah, that is the mascot from the World Champs. She was so quick to get off him. Like, yeah. They should have him at the beginning of the race. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and there was also a beautiful moment at the end of the walking event. Please give it up for our new, very happy couple after the finish line here in Budapest. And they are going to get married. A proposal at the end of the race. If she was any good, he would have proposed four minutes earlier. Yeah. So. Let's, let's just hope that she's not a walk-away bride. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if she came down the aisle like that? How <laughs> walking down it, past the Holy Water Station. <laughs> That'd be a beautiful touch. <laughs> Would be nice. Not yeah. just athletics, though, on at the moment. The basketball's on at the moment. Yes, the FIBA Basketball World Cup is underway and we're still in the group stages. The Boomers are a big chance to advance against Japan, mostly thanks to our calm and level-headed coach, Brian Gorgian. With a couple seconds left, boring in the post, baseline layup. <laughs> we're playing for our lives. Two dead bodies. Strong with the ball. 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry, two dead bodies. Two dead bodies. He was actually taught how to coach by Vladimir Putin. Was he really? Yeah. So, oh, a lot of Putin fans here. <laughs> I think two dead bodies is a tech foul, isn't it? Is it? I think so. I was going to say, no wonder we lost to Germany if we're playing two dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like just like a slang for a bingo night. We've got two dead bodies. <laughs> Eleven, two dead bodies. <laughs> now, to Aussies doing great things overseas, and Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham Hotspur are undefeated in the Premier League, and haven't the fans jumped on board with their song parodies? It started with Seven Nation Army. <laughs> So that's, that's quite a common one over yeah, there. Yeah, perfect rhythm as yes, well. Yes, no, they, they absolutely nailed it. And it continued on to a Robbie Williams classic. There's no need to call him big. He's just good and plus Well, speaking but, of big, you should have seen the lemon tree at the end of that song. It was enormous. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that was so well-received, it was performed then by the actual singer. Cause everywhere we go I'm loving big engines <laughs> Guess I'm a Spurs fan now, then. How fantastic is that? That's I think great. they should go on tour, maybe do, like, a perform at Eurovision together, yeah. Ange and Robbie. That's his best new album in years, by the way, isn't it, <laughs> Now, Ange has won everyone over by knowing the importance of putting on a good face for the media, just like Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart does. Penalty. Yep. You get one chance. <laughs> you get one chance. <laughs> yeah. He was just saying he's taking his jacket off. That's yeah, it. that's what he's saying. <laughs> He could coach the boomers. <laughs> he could. That's I love you in NRL speak. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is true. His song parody would be like something by NWA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, heavyweight champion Tyson Fury's younger brother, Tommy, is about to step into the ring and continue with the family affair. They invited their dad down to the press conference, which they may have regretted. <laughs> Maltracina. Yes. yes. <laughs> I am having flashbacks to my dad at parent teacher night. Like, that is just. Flipping over tables. It's all going badly. Yeah. It got me up to a C, plus, though. Oh, well so, yeah, thanks, Dad. Uh, now to some big news in the world of Formula One. New Zealander Liam Lawson is set to make his Formula One debut this weekend at the Dutch Grand Prix. This is exciting. A Kiwi in Formula One. This yeah. is big news. So, huge news. And so, how did he go? We don't often sing and dance about a Kiwi coming 13th. <laughs> Thirteen, amazing. Well That's done. a lie because we absolutely <laughs> about a Kiwi coming thirteen. I mean, Max Verstappen could have shared the first place with him. Yeah. Well, I was I mean, he shared thirteenth with the guy coming fourteenth. It was a beautiful, <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. It's haunting. It's he actually did very well. I watched it. He did very well. On that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Mr. Adam Rosenberg? <laughs> Great to have you, company. Let's find out what's making news tonight. The price of Bitcoin is still up around 66% so far this year. Thank you, Gemma. Now, we do have a fire alarm going at the moment, but all we've been told all is OK. It's just a drill, but I'll continue anyway. Hopefully you can hear me. Footy legend Lee Matthews. Thank goodness for that. 
<laughs> yes, Lee Matthews has a life-saving message. Don't ignore fire alarms. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of fire, this caused concern in Victoria this week. A winery bus winery tour bus driver has been praised for stopping to help a motorist on East Link whose car had caught a light. Yes, after he hit it. No, no. Just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. This is amazing. Well done to the winery bus driver. He jumped in to help. How did it all go down? Sorry, ladies, I've got to go and help. While two of the women went to help the driver of the car, who got out safely, others watched with a wine in hand. <laughs> So they were both getting lit. Yeah. Uh, In fairness, you just won the netball grand final. Yeah. So fair enough. You wanted to celebrate. Look, it was lucky that he was there. But despite the valiant effort from Peter, the fire extinguisher did little to help. Yeah. yeah. Probably shouldn't have left it in the boot. <laughs> and filled it with cab sap. Um, <laughs> thankfully, it's okay. There were no injuries. With everyone safe, it was back to other priorities. But also, what happened to Abba? What happened to Abba? <laughs> Playing SOS is not the same as calling Triple Zero. Yes, good call. Just good to be call. clear, the woman's car was beyond repair, yeah. but the winery tour bus driver was staying optimistic. They had a very good time. It was a birthday. Did a bit of bus karaoke, and it was really good. Nick Etchells, <laughs> <laughs> Seven News. For some. Yeah. Uh, it's they yeah. sung We Didn't Start the Fire, which was a lovely touch yes. of the end. It's great. It's time now to step into the station. Time time! Whoa! Oh, oh yes, oh. all the criminals at home were thinking, oh, there hasn't been a crime time yet in at C5. I reckon we're safe. Think again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're always watching. We are. And where do we start? A trail of blood leads to a grim find outside a Murray Bridge home. A severed horse head dumped <gasps> on a couple's doorstep. It's not nice at all to wake up to that. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was a delivery, um, but the driver had eaten the rest of the horse. And don't you... <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? That's a, that's, that's a one star. All right, moving on now, let's head to Queensland. A car thief remains on the run after stealing a Range Rover from a home in Burpengary yesterday afternoon. These people seem to think they have the right just to come along and take whatever we're paying off. Take their fingers off, right up to the elbow. I'm all in favour. Maybe that's a bit harsh, but hey. <laughs> Maybe amputation's a bit harsh? <laughs> Let's move on. There's a push to ban easily accessible weapons in Melbourne. We'll ask the government to support it as well, so we can ban them. Machetes are widely available at outdoor adventure shops. This one cost us $87. <laughs> Jesus. I think I know who left the horse here. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Sorry, he went to a lemon tree to cut, yeah. cut us some fruit. Hey, let's sing with crime. And a current affairs Steve Marshall, last week's Reporter of the Week, he is back at it again tracking down an alleged con man. Hi, my name's Steve Marshall, and that is my real name. How about you, Sue? What name are you using today? <laughs> is that the current event doing that? We're just approaching strangers on the street. Yes. Um, that was Matthew Murdoch, who has many identities. Matthew John Murdoch is a master of disguise, weaving a wicked web of lies. <laughs> His long list of aliases and his assortment of jobs read like a guess who board game. From a doctor, reverend and masseuse to music promoter, personal trainer and gun army sniper. That's not how 
I guess so. No. <laughs> Is your guy Matthew Murdoch? Well, yes. <laughs> Finally, moving on to a big break-in. Breaking into a chemist in Pimpama on July 22. Mm. Uh, do we know who they are? Carla, have you seen these? <laughs> no, I don't deals? think. I don't think. And that was... Prime time. We've got to take a break. Back with more in the cheap seats. Right after this. It's been a big show and you've had a big week, Mel. Of course, the netball premiership earlier in the week and you had a fundraiser gig back home in New Zealand. Yes, for Daffodil Day. A wonderful cause and you spoke about it on the New Zealand Project. Any truth to the rumour, guys, because Daffodil Day is actually tomorrow, this is happening tonight. Is it happening on a Thursday night so that Di doesn't miss a single minute of a Warriors game? <laughs> 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 the, those rumours are fully set, substantiated? Yeah. Not unsubstantiated. The, 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 the one true. The opposite. <laughs> Con consummate professional. Yeah. <laughs> Can we watch that again? Those rumours are fully set, substantiated? Yeah. Not unsubstantiated. Yeah. You just... Well, you just got back from that winery tour. And <laughs> never a good sign when the charity decides to donate the money to you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on now. And let's head to Victoria. Where a local community is protesting the closure of its local post office. Very disappointing. This street that we stand in is called Post Office Place. As of next week, we'll be in Post Office Place without a post office. <laughs> Not quite as catchy. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's right next to Video Easy Crescent. And, yeah. well, it's been a tough... It's rough. It's tough. <laughs> it's now Bilo Avenue without a Bilo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Well, the community, they are taking action. Locals here say they'll continue to fight for their post office. Their next move is a letter to the Prime Minister. I don't know how they're going to send the letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put it in an email, that might be easier. Look, I'd like to give a special shout-out to a local legend this week who celebrated a major milestone. The man of the moment, stating it's just another day at the office. But uh, it's taken a long time, but uh, to get to 100... <laughs> Funny, there was some way to quantify it. Yeah. <laughs> One episode of The Traders. Um, <laughs> It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful show. <laughs> hey, look, before we go, let's take a trip. <laughs> to the warehouse, that's right, what's on, what's on in the warehouse, where we bring you the best bits of chemist warehouses, what's on in the warehouse. We haven't been to the warehouse no, in a haven't. while, so what's been happening? An illegal casino operating out of a warehouse. <laughs> yes. That's not the, that's right, not warehouse. the right warehouse. They're using vitamins as, as chips. It's a, it's a beautiful time. Well, this week... I'll raise you a Barocca. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. Well, this week, Brody learned to not speak out of turn. That's why I'm excited to talk about the new look range of Palmolive Luminous Oils, body and hand washes that use local Australian extracts. Sounds amazing already. You haven't even smelt the range yet, Brody. <laughs> You haven't even smelt the rain. You're running your mouth. <laughs> well, there are some other products on offer in the warehouse. By helping your body absorb calcium and transport it into your bones, it helps to maintain bone mineralization and support bone density. It also helps with healthy bone development, supports bone flexibility, and helps promote bone healing. That's a lot of bone benefits. <laughs> and that's not a. <laughs> yes, it is.
I'm, reg I'm regretting picking bone as my drinking word. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of bone benefits. There's a lot of bone benefits. Look, there's no denying the Chemist Warehouse team are close, but I'm starting to think they're a little too close. And explore the full Caruso's range at Chemist Warehouse today. Did you know if you lack an energy, it could be a sign that you may not too be getting enough iron? It's true, Marianne. Too close. That's bone on bone. That's right. <laughs> and that was... That's all we have time for. Yeah.